This just handed to me. The following podcast is a Sam Productions production. Welcome to the Autism Warriors podcast, episode 16, support groups for adults on the autism spectrum. Our website is autismwarriors.com. Our email is feedback at sayitproductions.com. Our Twitter is sayitprods. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash autismwarriors and facebook.com backslash sayitproductions. Our voicemail is 813-915-6390. We can also be found on iTunes. Don't forget to go to iTunes to rate and review our show. We're here live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern at sayitproductions.com backslash live. We respect and uphold the rights of people to make choices concerning their family member with autism, whether it be vaccinations, therapies, or medications. My name's Erica Plourd. I'm the mother to two children on the spectrum, Cassidy 9 and Garrett 7. And I'd like to introduce my co-host, Pamela Mari. How you doing, Pam? Well, I'm a little under the weather, but I'm here. My name is Pam Mari. My son's name is Joey. He's 13 years of age, and he, too, is on the autism spectrum. All right. Well, we had a couple of comments, um, one one of which came through the Say It Production or the AutismWarriors.com um, site. It's from Tanya Fry, and she said that she can relate with the high tolerance to pain and discomfort. I could imagine having both ends, could, couldn't imagine having both ends of the extreme, though. Thanks, Michelle, for sharing your story. I hate that you have to go through this, but thankful that you aren't afraid to talk about it. Thanks, Autism Warriors, for doing these shows. And she, by talking about Michelle, she was referring to our guest from last week, Michelle Gillespie. And then we had one on Facebook from Annette Fowler, and she said, thanks for providing this level of autism resources and information to the autism community. I thought that was pretty cool. It was. That's why oh, I think she communicated that to Corey originally, and I stole it. Annette, <laughs> I like, well. grabbed it. <laughs> grabbed it. <laughs> yeah, I grabbed it. Well, I, I, I found a couple of resources or points of interest. Um, one of them, which is onspectrum.com. Um, it's designed to help parents navigate the autism spectrum. And you could find that link in the show notes. And then I also found, remember how we were talking about the Australian scale for Asperger's syndrome? Yeah, we wonder I what act- it was. I actually found... Um, on, let's see, what's the name of the website? It's called Asperger'sSyndrome.org. And they actually have on one of their pages on that website uh, the Australian scale for Asperger's Syndrome. And I thought that was a point of interest because we had talked about it before. And, it, you know, it goes through social and emotional abilities, communication skills, cognitive skills, specific interests, movement skills, and other characteristics. But, uh, and it says that it was created by M.S. Garnet and A.J. Atwood. 
Um, and it's just, you know, the link will show you that it's just a questionnaire. So if you're interested in the Australian scale for Asperger's syndrome, you could definitely look at that link in the show notes. And those were the only two semi resources that I found. Well, I'm being, my attention's being diverted now because Joey's talking about the Wheel of Fortune and the dog has decided he's going to bark. But my resource, and like I said, I just stumbled on this, and for me it was more curiosity, just something I looked into. It's called Famous People with Autism. Yes. It's, like I said, uh, some speculation involved as to the validity of the claims about the folks, but it's just interesting all the famous people that are purported to be on the spectrum. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm looking through some of them. Harry Truman, Abraham Lincoln, Dan Aykroyd, Satoshi Tajiri, the creator of Pokemon. That's pretty interesting. James Garfield, Leonardo da Vinci. That's Vincent Van Gogh. Andy Warhol. Wow. Those are some big names. But anyway... Tonight, we have a special guest, and his name is Thomas Hassel of Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, an adult on the autism spectrum. Thomas is with us to talk about his involvement in the Spectrum Friends of South Central Pennsylvania Adult Autism Support Group and how it helps adults with autism. Thomas, could you please introduce yourself to the audience and describe how autism affects you in your life? Well, I belong to the group, as you stated, uh, the Friends of Sa- uh, Spectrum Friends of South Central PA. This group was formed about oh, about five years ago now. Uh, the group was basically formed as a major resource for those adults on the autism spectrum because there's really not a whole lot of resources out there for them. And as far as me, I was uh, diagnosed that says having Asperger's about about the same time, about five years ago. Oh, okay. And, and it, it, I would say it, a lot of, I don't see it personally, but a lot of my family members have said certain things that I do that are, are on that, what would cause me to be on this spectrum. Okay. Now tell us about the Spectrum Friends Support Group. How is that? How is that? It was formed five years ago, but what actually happens in that support group? Well, we have, I've been able to get uh, several Congress, uh, state senators and congressmen come to our meetings to, to talk about our concerns on, uh, on autism spectrum, the adult issues, uh, to get more information, let them know that we are here and that we need help. Because as I said, there's not a lot of resources for us. There's a lot more resources for kids on this spectrum, but not a whole lot for adults. And no, um, Erica, oh, I'm sorry, ahead. Thomas probably, I mean, he, he knows this, so I'll just blurt it out that the Spectrum Friends group is kind of like a, sub, a subgroup of the bigger organization in our area that, that I and we all belong to, and it's the Greater Harrisburg Chapter of the Autism Society. So all the members of the Spectrum Friends are are generally, you know, underneath that bigger umbrella of the greater, yeah. There's not only our group, there's a group in Lancaster, there's a group in York, and there's a group in Lebanon headed by, you probably know, uh, Dave Noss. Okay. Now, who's invited to become a member of the group? Any member can be a, who has been diagnosed with an an autism-related spectrum 
disorder. Oh, okay. Now, do you hold regular meetings and what types yes. of... Our meetings are held the fourth Thursday of every month. Uh, usually the, I believe it's the odd months of the year, we have the, the uh, giant supermarket here on Trindle. And the even months, we have the meetings at the giant on Lingo's Town Road Giant. Oh, okay. Now, what types of things do you do or discuss at the meetings? We'll discuss anything that involves autism, uh, anything that the, the group wants to talk about, from employment to uh, friendship to love, any of those type of things that are concerned to them. Well, it definitely seems like it helps you with your socialization. Yes, we've been on several uh, activities. Uh, we've been to Gettysburg. We've been to a couple of movies. Uh, this Sunday, we're getting together with the York group for a picnic. Oh, awesome. And what do you see as the main goal of your support group? I think the main goal is to help parents to see that we are there for them or caregivers and family members. They can talk about any problems they may have with their adult family members who are on the autism spectrum. Oh, that's great. And Thomas, may we ask you, what's the ratio in your group of men to women? How many it's guys do you have? There's only two girls in the group so far. Most of them are the guys. Now, how many people do you have in your group? Right now, we have more than 20 people in the group. Oh, wow. And what have you received as the major benefit of belonging to this group? Friendship, I believe. We've all really gotten good, can be good friends in this group. Even well, though we'll have, have disagreements at our meetings every once in a while, but we are really good friends. That's awesome. Now, what have you, okay, would you advise other adults with autism to join a group? Yes, I would. I think it would be a very big help to them. Okay. Also, to Is, their parents, at least they'll be able to learn that we are there for them. I had a question. Now I lost it. I guess I was going to say, is there something you feel you get, Thomas, from the other members in the group that you wouldn't necessarily get, say, if you joined, uh, I don't know, a regular coffee group or something? Is there a common, do you find a common understanding amongst yourselves or a, a tolerance or something that you wouldn't? necessarily feel you would get if you joined a, a bowling league or something? I... Oh, yeah. We, we've developed a very close friendship with one another in this group. Uh, we get to hear what their problems are, and we, and we get to talk about our own problems dealing with autism. Okay. And do you, Eric, I don't know if you asked this or not, do you, I know you guys have a, an outing coming up, uh, a picnic or... Yes, that is correct. We're having a picnic at the Pincho, Gifford Pincho uh, Park this Sunday at 1 o'clock with the York group. Okay, but I know you guys, because I've seen the pictures, I know your group has gone other places. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, we I'm took a trip a couple of years ago to, up to Gettysburg for a couple of hours. Uh, we've been to uh, uh, the one uh, <laughs> amusement park. Now, would you advise other adults with autism to join a support group? Yes, I would. If they're really looking for help in any way, even with even their parents can join, and just to find information or help, and and advice and whatnot. Yes, yes. That seems like you know, obviously, a support group is there to provide advice to not only their caregivers but also to people on the spectrum, and and that's important to have that 
um, feeling of security and belongingness, would you say? Yes, uh, friendship is very important because a lot of the adults do not have, are not able to maintain friendships. Oh, okay. That's one of the things that Asperger's are well known for is not having very many friends. Well, it's like almost like almost like outcasts in society. And how would you say? I know you feel pretty strongly about what um, Georgia has done for the group. Would you care to comment on her role in the group? She is the mo- our moderator. She's done a terrific job. I've and her name, more- Georgia her- Rackley. She's one of the members, Erica, of the ASA, our chapter local. Mm-hmm. She does a lot of work. I work with her on the newsletter and and things of that nature. But she's been kind of a guiding force, I think, for these these folks informing this group. And Thomas, you can talk better about that than I. Yeah, well, I've got to know Georgia very well, being I'm also on the chapter board. So we've become pretty good, very good friends. That's awesome. So it's definitely a great thing to have that kind of support group because you know that people there, you're not outcasts, you're, you belong, you have a sense of belonging and it's just a wonderful thing to have. Oh, most definitely. I think that's the basic things that the adults on the spectrum really need is the friendship and to have somebody to talk to about their problems. Exactly. Are there any upcoming events that you'd like to announce? Uh, not right now, as far as I know, but as I said, the only thing that is coming up is the picnic with the York Boat Group at, at the uh, Gifford Pincho, uh State Park this Sunday. However, Thomas and Georgia and someone else, and I don't remember the name, Tom, are going to be interviewed live tomorrow. Interview will be at the WHP radio station in Harrisburg at 12 noon. It'll be a half hour interview. And what is it on? What's the topic? As far I don't know the topic. We were only informed of this at the last meeting from Georgia. Okay. I'm only assuming it's going to has to do with auto, adult autism. Okay, so you're kind of going in there cold turkey. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, nonetheless, should be interesting. Yeah, and I'm I, looking forward to it. I would hope that we can get on our, our computers and listen to it through their radio feed or what have you on our computers because I don't have a radio. <laughs> so I'm assuming they have a live a live feed or something. That I, I, The only thing I was told is it's going to be replayed, but she didn't know when and what time. Oh, okay. Okay. All righty. So, well, wanted- oh, go ahead. No, no. I just wanted to make sure folks heard that because that's in our – that's like one of our major – we only have three major TV stations around here, and that's one of the most prominent ones, so everybody will know what that is. Cool. And it's it's a good opportunity. It's a great opportunity for for these folks to be able to do that. Yeah. And, Tom, how, how can interested persons in the south-central Pennsylvania area with autism contact the group? Okay, we do have a website on Facebook. It is... Spectrum France of South Central PA. Okay. Do you have any other questions for Tom, Pam? Not really. I know that um, I know he's heavily into where, where is it that you volunteer? Okay, I volunteer at the National Civil War Museum in Harrisburg and I'm also a volunteer right here in the Mechanicsburg at their museum right across the street from where I live. 
Awesome. Okay. So that's kind of one of your hobbies or one of your interests is... is Yes, history. Yes, very much so. Okay. And was it... I'm probably going to put my foot in my mouth again. Is it you that's working on the book or one of the other guys in the group? Oh, that's Philip. He's working on a book. Okay. Okay. I can't keep up with everybody. He's a good photographer. Awesome. Well, I'd like to thank you, Thomas, for being on the show. Oh, you're quite welcome. I enjoyed talking with you both. Well, thank you so much. Well, you Our have pleasure. a pleasure. You have a nice night now. Well, thank you very much, YouTube. If you have any further questions, you can get a hold of me here or at the website Spectrum Friends of South Central PA. Absolutely. Super. Or my email address is tfh61 at yahoo.com. Great. Well, you take care now. Well, thank you very much and have a pleasant evening. You too. Thank you again. Okay. That was interesting. Yes, they're all very interesting folks, really. I I love talking to people on the (laughs) spectrum. They're so awesome. You know what I mean? They're they're really, you know, inspiring. Well, they're they're genuine. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not fake. You know, if he says, I'm really happy to be here, you can bet your bippy he's happy to be here. That's You know, right. it's just not lip service. You know, we had to get um, a microphone for him. You should have seen he and I trying to converse back and forth uh, via the computer to get him up and rolling for the, the podcast. And his mic wasn't working. And I was like, ah, what are we going to do? You know, so I think he got a hold of Rex, whom we've already had on the show, you know, who is an engineer at... WHP, where they're going to have the interview, and probably asked him because we couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. So I'm just glad that he got it up and running so that he could be on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I see that you don't have any random news stories, but I found two today. So I guess I'll go right into those. And the first one is entitled, New Research May Lead to Improved Diagnosis on Autism, or of Autism, rather. And functional magnetic resonance imaging may provide an early and objective indicator of autism, according to researchers at Columbia University in New York City, who used the technique to document language impairment in autistic children. Results of their study appear online in the August issue of radiology autism obviously we all know this autism is a spectrum disorder characterized by repetitive behaviors and impaired language communication and social interactions according to the centers for disease control and prevention it is estimated that as many as one in every 110 children is affected by autism with the extraordinarily high prevalence of autism, you would think there would be an objective diagnosis for this disorder, said Joy Hirsch, Ph.D., a professor at Columbia University Medical Center and director of the Functional MRI Laboratory. However, the diagnosis of autism currently remains limited to parent and clinician observation of misdevelopmental milestones. In the study, researchers performed fMRI exams on 15 controlled children, mean age 12.1, and 12 language-impaired and age-matched autistic children, mean age 12.4. Using fMRI, the researchers were able to measure neural activity in working brain tissues while the children listened to recordings of their parents talking to them. 
And I'm not going to go too in-depth there. Study sounds relatively interesting to me. I mean, that's just because I like those that sort of thing. But you could definitely find a link to that article uh, in our show notes. Um, also, I found a music music game for autistic children unveiled at the University of Aber- Abertay, Dundee. A musical computer game to help children with autism learn to rela- learn and relax has been unveiled to the public at the Abertay Digital Graduate Show. I don't know where Ab- the University of Abertay Dundee is. John Stephen, a creative sound production student at the University of Abertay Dundee, built a game designed to help autistic children learn about color and shape recognition while also helping them to keep focused and calm and focused. The game works in a similar way to popular musical titles like Guitar Hero. Different colored shapes appear on the screen prompting the child to press press a matching key. Each of the different shapes plays a different chord and when the right buttons are pressed a flower grows on the screen. The calming music and the positive reinforcement of showing success on screen is designed to be enjoyable and help autistic children develop independent learning skills. John said, I really wanted to use the creative skills I learned at Aperte University to help children with learning difficulties and give them the opportunity to use music to learn and relax at any time felt like a really important thing to do. There's very little available in terms of interactive games for children with autism, which is a huge shame. By bringing together shape and color, learning with relaxing music and interactive play, I hope this project can make a a real difference. Even though this is the end of my degree, I don't see the project ending at all. There's so much more work to do from testing and developing the game further to finding a company to work with to build a prototype controller. This is just the start. And I believe Aberte Dundee University is somewhere in Australia. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's in Australia. But those were my two news stories. And that that news story can be found in the show notes. And now we're on to our commentary. (laughs) Well, to go go back to what you were just talking about, I mean, redundant for me to say that we all know that Many of these kids are visual learners, mm-hmm. visual learners, okay? And I can certainly attest to that because Joey has learned things in school like whammo, you know, just whammo, whammo, things that are presented to him, even down to the cheesiest. I know we kind of made fun of they had a one, I guess I'll call it a daily living skills program, and it was very cheesy, and it was probably made like 20 years ago, you know, Let's learn how to brush our teeth. Take wow. the toothbrush. Put the paste on the brush. Brush your teeth. There's only three steps in each thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's make a cheeseburger. Take the bun. Put the cheeseburger on the bun. Eat the cheeseburger. <laughs> I mean, that's how <laughs> how simplistic the whole thing was, you know? But as cheesy and corny as, as the production was... These are things he wanted to do. He'll go in the bathroom and he'll say, let's learn about brushing our teeth. And he'll, not that he didn't know how to do it before, but it just seems like that method of delivery is so well received by him that I really think 
all their lessons, if not down to their math and their science lessons or, you know, whatever other academics they're taking would not be better suited to them to do it on the computer. I mean, it kind of takes the personal interaction kid-teacher, you know, but the teacher could still be there helping. But when you say about this gentleman and the program he created, I would like to see somebody take something that utilizes a webcam so that my child can see his face on the computer and the program can, can prompt him about whether it be emotion. You know, it, it, you'd have to be pretty darn good, I guess, to create it. But I wanted to say, hi, Joey, how are you today? Can you make a happy face, you know? And then somehow the computer, the face recognition software in the computer would say, oh, that's a great happy face, you know, or how I want him to be able to react to the computer program to learn the emotional component. So somebody out there listening, pick up and do this, you know, um, because he learns it so quickly that way. Definitely. Well, when I read that, particular one i you know who's who immediately came to my mind yes yes john lasher and his zach browser that's exactly well, that's, what immediately came to my mind was the zach browser that's true now, now you know and i know that very soon they're going to be releasing the zach picto mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. i don't really have a need for pictograms but some kids do so that will be very interesting to see how that functions on the computer and um allows the kids to communicate using the the pictos that his company creates. Which I is can awesome. Wait to see it. And for anybody out there that doesn't know about um the Zach browser, it's the zone for autistic children. Um and you could find that on Zach Browser Hold on. I'm looking it up because I wasn't prepared to talk about it. I just randomly talked about it. <laughs> Zone for Autistic Children at ZachBrowser.com. You could download a free version and he'll. I'm not sure when the Picto is coming out. Very soon. It's in beta mode now, whatever that means. I mean, they're going to release a beta version. Yeah. And those of us that have signed up to be testers. Mm-hmm. I think we'll I be allowed to up. mess around with it. Yeah. So I signed up. And my, cool. my kids love I have a picture of Garrett when Zach Browser first came out on my on my Facebook page and he's like look he's like looking at me and he's playing on the Zach browser and you could see the Zach browser right there, beautiful on the screen and everything. So Garrett Garrett is fascinated by the Zach browser. Cassidy, they also have a tween, a tween browser and a teen browser. So you can get like for Cassidy, she's a little old to be using the Zach browser. So she's like a tween. So they have the tween browser and the teen, teen browser. So you could download those too from ZachBrowser.com or was it.com? I don't remember now. (laughs) Yeah, it was .com. Well, again, I think you can get, I don't know if you can get to the Zach Browser through the World Autism Community site. I think Yes, you can, you can also also through the World Autism Community site. Yeah. At worldautismcommunity.com. Yeah, and John's company is called People CD. Mm-hmm, People CD. We need to get him on this show. I know, I know, I know. We need some audience members to prod him, you know. 
that big long list of thousands and thousands of people that are on his Facebook need to to pry I'll ask him again. On. I'll ask him again. I asked him before the show, before we even started doing the show. Um, <laughs> I think he was afraid to respond. So, but we also post our podcast every week onto the World Autism Community, and he he did comment saying that we were doing a great job and and everything. So I think think that'll be my next step is to ask him to be on the show because he has a lot to say about autism. He could share information about the Zach browser and it would just be, he'd be a, he'd be an awesome guest. Well, he is one of the most positive. And again, this is not just lip service. He's one of the most positive individuals I've ever met. He is a workaholic. He, he loves what he does. You know, of course he created the, I love someone with autism uh, video both last year and this year and totally sequesters himself for weeks on end until he gets it done. You know, mm-hmm. so this is, he does have children in his family. I always mess it up. I want to say grandchildren. It could be niece or nephew. I think it's his grandkids. It's his that, grandson. I yeah. Think it's on the spectrum. And that's why it's called the Zach browser because his name is Zachary. Mm-hmm. So, but he's truly... He's not just into it because it's his job. It's a labor of love for him. I believe his company has other projects, you know, that they do as a business. But this is definitely a labor of love for him. And he he takes it seriously. And when people say it helps their children, it really makes them feel good. Yeah, absolutely. So, Pam, how was your week? Oi, let me look at my notes here. Okay. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday last week, Joey was off school sick with a stomach flu. On Wednesday, he actually asked to go to the doctor's. And, you know, when he wants to go to the doctor, something is wrong. Yeah. And it was weird because he was complaining about his shoulder. First, it was his left shoulder. Now, I know he's only 13, but I'm sorry. When you start complaining to me about left shoulder, I start thinking about your heart. Yeah. So I was kind of freaking out. I mean, he was really, somebody help me. It hurts. It hurts. You know, somebody help me. So I was trying to do the, you know, stupid mom at home test. Like, does it hurt if I do this? Or, you know, put your arm up in the air, you know, trying to see if it was like structural or or if it was a nerve related thing or whatever. So that didn't do any good, you know. So we went to the doctors and he checked him out and he said everything was okay. Had a lot of sinus drainage, you know, too much information. But I said, well, what's what's the scoop with the shoulders? And he said, well, I think it's just like aches and pains from the flu, you know, because I'm thinking to myself, how could you injure yourself laying in bed? I mean, that's all he did the one day. Talk about, you know, I get my background noise here while we're on the air and he's, he just came out here before and was asking me to do something on Wheel of Fortune. That day, what day was it? Saturday? He was in bed and he slept the whole day. Oh, wow. It was, it was like a childless house. It was so weird. It was so quiet. And he would wake up kind of disoriented. You know, I had a bad dream. I had a bad dream. I, I think he had a slight fever going on. But, you know, that's always torture watching them go through that. And then we go to the doctor and he says, eh, it's probably viral. You know, stay on popsicles for three days, you know, and it'll go away. Which basically it did. And uh, But he did go to the doctor's, which was a blessing. 
And then later on in the week, I think it was Thursday of last week, we had a tornado warning. Now, here's an interesting situation. You know, we're in the house, blasted all over the news, you know, a tornado coming, you know, get to the center of your house, crawl in your bathtub, you know, the whole schmear. So I'm dragging like water and blankets and pillows and things down in the basement in case we have to go down there. And I'm trying to communicate to him it's an emergency I'm serious, you know, listen to me. And sometimes he gets more hung up on the words that I am saying than the meaning behind them, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm saying like, listen, listen, because I'm freaking out here, you know. Listen, listen, Joey, you have to listen. And then he'll start into a script. It's not listen time. It's not listen time. And I think to myself, oh, my God, what if we were really – in a stinking, full-blown, blowout emergency. How do I get this kid to move? How do I get him to understand the severity of what I'm talking about? You know? And I said, Joey, finally I said, it's like a fire drill at school. Okay? You know when you have to go out for a fire drill? You have to line up and go somewhere because something is wrong. You know, there's something wrong. The siren went off. Something's wrong and it's danger, you know? But... That kind of put a whole new topic in my head, shall we say. They they don't have fear of anything. No, they don't. Like that. And finally, God love him, when the skies got as black as night and the wind was blowing, he said, I think we should go down in the basement. And I said, yes. You know. So we went down there. We sat down there for about a half an hour. He took his iPad with him. But again, I mean, if it, if it was like, we got to go now. You know, like it's a tsunami. We got to go now. I don't think he would move. Wow. Really? I mean, because it's it's like an abstract for them. They don't get the, you know, you never lived through a tornado. So how the, how the heck do you, you know what I'm saying? He has no experience with one. Yeah. See, I mean, my, last year when we had our tornado, <laughs> me driving in it, <laughs> my kids were scared. But Garrett was like, whatever. You know, Cassidy was like, we're going to die. She's my, she's the drama queen. Garrett's the whatever, you know, whatever. It's raining. It doesn't matter. It's not an emergency. He was more, it was harder to get him to move fast into the house. He's like, it's just raining. I'm like, no, you need to get in the house, get into the center of the house. Of course, we had a small one-bedroom apartment. Cassidy's like, we got to get in the bathtub. I'm like, I'm not getting in the bathtub. (laughs) Yeah, but just look at, I mean, it's like kind of, I don't want to say no fear, but uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a functioning level thing. I mean, maybe he's functioning on a younger level than chronologically that he is, and I, I fail to see that sometimes. You know, he's 13, I think. What, you don't understand what a stinking tornado is? You know. But if you've had no experience with one, you know, it's not like saying, Joey, if you eat that pickle, you're going to throw up. Okay, he has thrown up, so he knows what that is. But um, if you've never lived through a tornado, how would you know, you know? It was just a scary, to me, it, it put like this wham right in, right in front of my face. What if? What if you had to go now for some real emergency other than the weather, Exactly. Would you, would he move? You know, I mean, so that was our, but he went downstairs. He did well. We came up and 
and we were safe, thank God, you know. And last but not least, another portable DVD player has bit the dust. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We, you know, I should have just married somebody that is, what do I want to say, president of Philips Electronics or something. (laughs) Either that, or if there's somebody out there that's electronically inclined and you want to make a mint, start an online business where people can send their, believe it or not, VCRs to be repaired and their stupid little sixty nine ninety five portable DVD players, because we go through them like tissues. You oh know? wow! Yeah. Wow. I don't know what we're going to do when they stop making VCRs. I'll just—he's going to be crushed. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hopefully, you can find it on DVD. Oh my God! We have so many tapes here. My kitchen is just full of VCR tapes. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So somebody, please start up a sideline business of fixing these things where where we can mail them and you fix them and mail it back. We'll keep you in business for the rest of your life. <laughs> so that was my week. And then I, after all this, after everybody's saying to me, oh, you better be careful. You're going to catch it. I said, no, I refuse to catch it. You know, daddy caught it and he was sick as a dog, which never happens. And Joey caught it, and I was like, no, I don't have time for it. I'm not getting it. Well, until yesterday afternoon, I was like, bleh, you know. So hopefully the uh, the heat will burn up all the germs. Hopefully. Hopefully. That was, it. That was my week. How was yours? Not much happened. <laughs> You're being I facetious. Had- <laughs> I had Cassidy over the long weekend because she refused to go with her father. I don't know what her deal is. I think it's because she got into the routine of we, for a couple weeks there, we have Garrett go first. Garrett go with him one weekend. Her go with him another weekend. And then the third weekend, the two of them would go together. So she was hung up on, well, it's Garrett's weekend. So she kept saying, it's Garrett's weekend to go, and he wants to go alone anyway. So she got caught up on that. So spent the weekend with her. You know, she played with the neighbor's kids and had a good time. And she kept saying she was bored. I'm like, well, what do you expect me to do? We weren't invited to any picnics. So we're just hanging out. This is what mommy does when you're not around. I just hang out. What do you want me to do? I want to go to Walmart. I'm like, I'm not going to Walmart and spending my money. Are you are you crazy, kid? You know, I'm not going to Walmart. So we just hung out, you know, whatever. But um, Garrett, Garrett went to therapy last this past Thursday, and he's doing very well. But when I went to pick him up, um, I saw the school psychologist, and he said, oh, what are you doing here, picking up Garrett? I said, yeah, Garrett has therapy today. And he goes... Garrett is doing phenomenally well right now. He's in an upswing. He's doing unbelievably well in school. And I was like, really? And so we both agreed to ride the wave. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I really think that since we got Garrett into therapy and he goes out on a weekly basis, and that is really helping with his behaviors. Um, he's still on, on Sunday when I picked him up, uh, it was tough for him to make that transition. It was very hard for him. He started crying. I don't want to go home. 
you know, right in his father's house because I had fixed his father's computer for him and I had to show him how to get back on the internet and show him how to work the computer. I'm like, oh my goodness. I had to rebuild it from scratch. Um, But uh, he cried. He didn't want to come home. And then he was moody the rest of the day and he was tired with a capital T. I mean, I could tell by the look on his face and just his eyes, he looked exhausted. So, but um, we're excited here in the Plourd household. Tomorrow night's Cassidy's Banquet for all the I was going to say, fine, when? I was just going to ask you. Tomorrow, tomorrow night's her banquet for all the winners of the Helping Hands Hero essay contest. She's very excited and she already picked out her dress that she's going to wear because she had several. She had. She's like, Mom, I have six dresses. Which dress should I wear? <laughs> I'm like, whichever one you want, babe, whichever one you want. So we can't wait to go. So she can't wait to go, and I can't wait to go, and I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> Cause oh, I'm, yeah. Who wouldn't? Definitely who cry. Wouldn't? Are thing, you going to video it? Um, I don't have a video camera, but I could probably do it on my phone. I was going to say you can get little, at least when she stands up there and and gets it handed to her or something maybe, although yeah. it's probably far away, but, you know, yeah, at least a picture. Get something. Maybe I'll bring my my bigger camera with me. And her therapist even said, I'll probably cry too, so I'm going to bring plenty of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> so but that was my week. I mean, nothing really major happened. I mean, Garrett is not giving me a hard time about getting on the bus in the morning. I mean, a couple days he was like, I don't want to go to school, but that was the extent of it. He wasn't yeah, full on tantrum. So he's kind <sighs> of on an upswing right now, and we're kind of like, yeah. He got upset today. He was banging his hands on the couch. I don't remember why. Um, but both Cassidy and I said to him at the same time, do your four square breathing. You need to calm down. So, but I think the therapy is really working out for him. And then we have on June 14th, we have, I think I mentioned that last week, June 14th, we have a, it's like a hour and a half long session with a psychiatrist. Yeah, careful. Just, just to see if he needs to be on medication. I honestly don't think he does, but if he does, you know, we'll see what the psychiatrist has to say. That's all we can do. So, well, I, just, I was sitting here in the dark. I felt kind of scared, <laughs> so I turned my my light on. Oh, but anyway, thank you for being on the show this week again, being my oh. co- cohort. <laughs> <laughs> Co something. <laughs> something. You're not my guest. You're my cohort. <laughs> uh, what does that? Doesn't matter. I'm just here. And we I'm here because still... I want to be here. Exactly. And I like you being here. I appreciate your help with the show. And you do phenomenally phenomenal things. We don't still don't know what we're going to be talking about next week, but we will let you know on Facebook or in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, and please visit our website at autismwarriors.com. Our email, again, is yeah, feedback at sayitproductions.com. Our Twitter is sayitprods. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash autismwarriors and facebook.com backslash sayitproductions. Our voicemail is 813-915-6390. Drop us a line. Let us know how you 
liked the show, if you have any comments, if there's anything you want us to talk about on the show, definitely call that number. Um, We can also be found on iTunes. Don't forget to go to iTunes to rate and review our show. If you go to sayitproductions.com and click on donate, you could see all the ways in which you can donate to the show to keep us up and running. Um, Catch us live at 8 p.m. every Tuesday night. Thanks for listening to the Autism Warriors podcast. We'll see you next week. Thank you.